Hello, it is I. I wanted to make an episode because I just had to talk some things out, some some thought processes. I always hope that if people listen to these episodes that they at least listen to more than one because I always have some sort of update or development um, in the next episode. Also, you will probably hear my family in the background. Uh, My brother is still in town. But anyway, so... I don't know. I've just realized a lot. um, And... uh, I don't know. It's just very frustrating because... I realize that I come from a very combative family where everything is just an argument and a conversation and how my brother's the type of dude who'd like get offended by the things that I say in my podcast and then try to sue me over it anyway. And I don't know, I I was really observing these emotions and these feelings that I've been having and I've been trying to understand them. Another callback to the depression episode. Where I really do try to make sense of um, myself and how I process information in a day-to-day uh, life perspective way, whatever the fuck. Anyway, um, also real quick before I continue, I have to say that me going off for like god knows how long about that one relationship in my last episode is entirely embarrassing and I hope that if you view me negatively after listening to that that you please forgive me and give me another chance I'm not removing that episode but I am embarrassed that I went off about that because that literally was all based off my perception I don't even know if they're really like that but anyway, um, anyway, but back to the present. So, no, I just realized that I can't change what I can't change. And therapy really made me understand that recently. And it was super, super hard because, like, I literally just, I, I can't, like, it hurts me so much that, like, nobody seems to care about how dysfunctional our family is that's how I feel I feel like it is not looked at I feel like it's not viewed I feel like it's not recognized I feel like my perspective will never be recognized my perspective will never be understood like that is truly what I have to accept and what I have to move on with and it's just so ironic because I was having this stupid debate with my brother and it was a debate because it wasn't even an argument it wasn't e- there was no point it was just going back and forth and I was trying to make sense of it during and after because I knew not to engage but I still engaged anyway and the thing is I gained nothing and I did not expect to gain anything so that's why I don't understand why I continued on anyway there is nothing to be gained this is like this like the communication style is just debate 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 argue 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 talk 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 and so it's just that just 
there's just no point. The only thing that I can do is literally do something else. But then I realized as I was doing something else, the extreme amount of guilt that I had, because basically the issue is always the way that I live my life will never, ever be respected or approved in this family, like in this household, in this culture. It just never will be. There's no amount of riches that can change that. Maybe that'll hide, you know, the real feelings because it's like, oh, well, at least she could provide for herself, whatever. But at the end of the day, like that will never go away. And I realized also the pain that I feel is I don't have anything else. I don't have anyone else. I have people who care about me. I have friends who like care about me and love me, but I don't see them as family. They're not family they can't replace my family and so now I'm sitting with myself and I have to realize and understand that I have to be my own family because you know hopefully if everything goes well you know I'll have kids in the future I'll get married I still don't know if it's selfish of me to even want to have children but that's neither here nor there today but there will be another life for me that exists right and I just need to build that bridge and get over it you know but the thing is is that it's hard and I'm realizing in this moment the real struggle that I have it's just that I will never get what I want from like I said this to one of my friends earlier but like I will never get the empathy that I'm seeking from these places and it is so hard for me to let that go. And from their perspective, when I mention my past, it's not, they, they say I need to let it go because they think I'm tied to my past, but what they don't realize is they are my past, right? Like they are my past. I cannot let it go because I am still here. I am still dealing with the things that I have been dealing with since the past, right? So, now I'm saying all this and realizing all this, but I don't even know how to begin to really fully shift into it, right? Because I'm like, well, what else do I have? So I was sitting with myself and at first I was watching YouTube videos and I could not help but watch more and more because I'm so behind on my subscriptions. And so I was just seeing all of these different things and I was just like, oh my God, watching all these videos. And then for a moment, I'm feeling guilt because it's like, oh, I should get a job. But then I'm like, OK, that, that whole job thing, I can't beat myself up for anymore simply because like I'm literally going to be starting a process called CBT with my therapist to help me not CBT, CPT to help me um, deal with workplace traumas that I have so that I can finally do an interview, get a job and then not quit the job but also I'll still have a therapist so I can deal with that as I go through the process and then also hopefully being in a better space will help me get into a better place with my friends so that I don't have to worry about our relationship getting really muddied because of my own issues and so on and so forth so then I said to myself like okay all I can do is be patient you know write some things read some things Basically, all I can do is feed myself, but I have guilt with that. And that is that was the biggest thing. It's like I have guilt. I cannot sit here and do the things that are good for me because I feel bad. I feel bad for doing it because 
they make me feel good and I don't necessarily believe that I need to feel good and that comes back in with the whole debate that I was having earlier where realizing the trigger comes from the fact that like I will never get empathy from these people despite the fact that in my mind they're the beginning of it all like you know it's like all the issues I'm like it all stems from here like and it's like and there will never be any empathy there'll never be any apology there'll never be like the perspective will never be the same the perspective will never be shared and even if it does happen it's not going to happen now it's not going to happen today it's not going to happen anytime soon you know probably the my best case scenario is that I figure my shit out right and then once I do whatever conclusions come up to them from their own perspective will come up but it's not going to change anything it'll always be from where they're coming from I don't know if that makes any sense but my point is right I'm realizing that I care too much about what these people think like I just care way too much about it and I don't know how to stop I don't know how to let it go and during my next um session I'll definitely talk about that but I don't know how to let this shit go and I don't know because it's like I care about them to me and I realize this during therapy as well love therapy definitely it's like a partner please just go and find the right one for you because once you do they're not making that shit up anyway but um but the thing is is that like um fuck I forgot what I was gonna say because I, I just had that moment of like celebrating therapy and therapy isn't perfect like I, I I have also heard of people having therapists for a while but then certain things happen in their life things change and then they have to change therapists and they probably have to go through it again so again you know it, it's it's like I said it's like a partner it, it's not a one-size-fits-all again secondhand embarrassment from literally my last episode Jesus Christ just talking about somebody else's relationship like that that's so embarrassing but it happened anyway um no but it's just what was I saying it's like letting it go okay yeah like my therapist um fuck I forgot I was talking okay I forgot what I was gonna say so I'm just gonna go back but I care too much what these people think and it's hard because oh this is what I was talking about there okay where it's like I associate um like love and caring and being a good person with having no boundaries I associate having boundaries with being a bad person and it's very fascinating because within my family I am very easily vilified and you could easily tie it back to these things because the way that I live my life the way that I practice things the way that I do things I am literally seen as crazy I am seen as crazy I am seen as the reason why my life is so hard I am the problem because had I just done what they have done I would not be in this position. I would not be so upset. I would be in a better place just like them, despite the fact that I'm trying to be anything but them. And it's not to be in a hurtful way. You know what? We're just chalking up to that's just not how I am. That's just not how my life works, right? So it's just very fascinating because like I need to just find an outlet. And this is where, again, I'm back with this podcast, which is where I always come back to because it is my only outlet for this. And as always, I go back and forth, but I I less and less do as time goes on, which I'm not sure if it's a good or bad thing. 
But I literally just feel um, bad for like saying all of these things because I know that they wouldn't like to hear this. I have my opinions on why they wouldn't like to hear this because they know they're wrong, but they just think everybody else is wrong. And it's like, okay, anyway, (laughs) I'm sorry. But no, but it's just it's very fascinating because I'm really understanding what I've always known to be true. But also another big thing is realizing that I'm alone. Like in this family, I am literally alone. And I have my dad and I love my dad. But even how my father is treated is very similar to how I'm treated. Except the thing is, it's it's, it's only similar. It's not at all the same. Um, because he and I are also coming from different parts, but it's just, it's very, I realized the most painful thing and what I'm trying to protect myself from when I argue with my family or when I try to change what cannot be changed is I don't want to be alone. And I'm terrified of being alone because I have no idea what joy can come from it because I know that or at least my perception right and I I I really should highlight this because this is something I could see even outside my family but even just within my social experiences so this could just be a projection is my point it may not even be true but I perceive the joy that is taken in shunning me or ostracizing me as something as like I don't know as a victory or where it's like you're alone you're wrong because you're you're alone because you're wrong and you're wrong because you're alone right but mostly you're alone because you're wrong right like that's like a really big thing but the reality and what I have to accept is I will always be wrong what gives me joy what gives me pleasure what gives me meaning and purpose and basically what fuels me what fills me will always be looked down on by the people that I wish could see things differently and this ties in again to my other social experiences like people you know wanting friendship and like not gaining friendship and not being able to accept that no right like just not being able to accept other people's boundaries and my therapist had said to me she was like I feel like this is the first time you've ever learn boundaries in your life and the answer is yes and I I was like yes like I, I I suck with it and even trying to establish it I do such a horrible job because I literally just freak out because I think I'm a horrible person I think I'm a bad person I think I've done horrible things and that's not really the case and like even the little debate that my brother and I were having is it was just this idea that whatever you go through whatever happens to you you just need to get over it and like that's he doesn't realize that that's what he's saying but that's literally what he's saying and it's just that he understands you know he gets it yeah it's not easy but you got to do it and it's like yeah but that comes that's a process and I was trying to explain that it's like what has happened affects what is now happening like you can't just change that like that doesn't just go away but the thing is is that well he was like that's an excuse that's an excuse and he will always see it that way because God knows what he has done to be where he needs to be but I think the biggest thing that he doesn't understand is I'm like people don't want to be like you you know this is something that I this is a hard pill I had to swallow as well where it's like people they don't want to be like you they're not listening to you because they don't want to be like you and it's not because you don't have 
things. It's not because you don't have nice things. It's not because you don't have valuable things, but they just don't deem it worth it. And that's something that I really, really had to understand with myself and my social experiences where it's like, bro, people, people, they don't want to hear from you. And that's the truth, even within my own family, like they don't want to hear from me, like they they don't envy me in any way. And even if they do envy certain things, it's not in that. And that's another reason why I don't like people like say like, oh, she's just jealous. That's not good enough. Because this is like, no, like, just because someone's jealous too, doesn't necessarily mean they want to be like you, you know what I mean? Like that. And that's something I always understood, which is, I think when I was younger, why I didn't like when people say, oh, like they're just jealous because I'd be like, okay, but that doesn't change what they're doing. It doesn't change what is happening. It's not changing its effects. So like, that's not enough for me. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I'm sure as I get older, you know, I'll have a different perspective where I'll be much more open. I'm like, okay, like they're just jealous, whatever. But I feel like before I could ever get to that point, I have to understand that, like, I have to understand what jealousy is. And I think that's just how I am as a person. Like, I cannot move forward until I understand what is happening because I get confused. And how I find social comfort is through my thought process. And so that that's something that's just true about me. That can't just be changed because people may look at that and see it as inconvenient. And that's something that I also have to learn myself. And that's something I'm really struggling with right now, as I have decided to finally set a boundary that I listened to. And it was really, really fucking messy how I went about it. But I am going to be focusing on myself. And that is so painful. Like, please understand these next episodes are probably going to be so fucking painful. But it's painful because now I have to finally face the things that I've been trying to avoid facing. And for example, let's like talk about like cleaning my room. Cleaning my room is such a big thing for me because I know that I always feel great after I clean my room, but I don't want to. Right. And I, I, I keep bringing this up in different episodes, but it's because it's like this. It's like it's like cleaning up a prison cell. I'm like, but it's still a prison cell. (laughs) And so, and it's a metaphoric prison cell, obviously, but it's just like, it, oh my God, I don't know. I can't even finish that thought because now I'm just remembering something else that my brother had said. He was talking about, you know, there's a roof over your head, there's food that you're eating. And I just literally cannot get over that because I'm like, bro, like, how do people think that that's enough? I'm like, yeah, like, they're helping you survive, but, like, there's more to life than just surviving. Like, I just think that shit's crazy, bro. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm literally just like, oh, my God. And so, okay, let's just tie this back to to my point where it's like being alone. I am alone, right? Like, that is, that's just what it is, and it hurts, and it's painful. And for me, I don't want to be alone because like I'm scared like it's not even that I'm afraid of being alone or like I can I know there are a bunch of things that I can do in my free time to like make myself feel better but I have been shamed for all of those things and so because I have been shamed for it like I have held in that shame I feel bad and that's what I meant earlier when I was saying that like if I watch YouTube videos or if I try to do things that fill me I feel shame I feel guilt I feel bad I feel like I don't deserve that because I have been shamed right like again coming in from the mentality of my family where it's like oh like you just need to get over what you're going through like you just need to get over it like you just need to and it's just like bro like 
that shit doesn't just happen. Like, and that's the, that's what they don't understand. And I can't explain that. I have spent my whole life trying to explain the same shit because I'm still the same person, right? Like, I have evolved, I've changed in ways that they will never understand. But it's just like, as far as it is, those I'm still me, and they will always still be them. And finding that distance, like finding that ability, like that literal boundary. I am currently struggling with implementing because I've never had it before. So I don't even know how to go about it. I don't know how to feel about it. When I feel things, it's first, it's horrible things. So now I'm making a decision not to feel horrible about it. But now I have to make, you know, make peace with it. But I don't even know how to make peace with it. So it's just like a messy process as it's currently happening. But I am doing my best to establish boundaries because, again, I keep mentioning therapy, but it's because therapy is a big help, right? I'd always try to use my friends to help me build these boundaries, and it was very unhealthy because, basically, there was never any boundaries built. I would literally just go to my friends and then just react there as opposed to at home because within my culture, it's seen as disrespectful to be honest quite frankly like to just to just be real like I get called crazy I get called disrespectful I get called selfish I get called ungrateful right if I do try to establish boundaries if I do say I respect and understand what you've done but it's not good enough to get me to respond the way that you want me to respond that is just what it comes down to but that is just seen as being ungrateful being childish, needing to grow up, just see, being seen as something wrong and bad. And that is painful, right? Like that is a very painful thing and it's very hard to overcome. And so it's very complicated because, you know, then it comes to someone with my brother where from my perspective, he's just done everything he was told. So it's easier for him to vilify me with everyone else because he's just like everyone else. And so it's just very irritating because it's just like, okay, I just have to accept this, but I do not know how. Again, that is why this podcast exists, right? And why I feel the amount of guilt associated with the podcast, with doing this podcast. Anyway, you guys get what I'm saying. That's why I feel shame. That's why I feel pain is because I'm doing the thing that I wish I could do with them here, in a public forum and it's public because I am the type of person that wants to be heard that wants to be acknowledged regardless of the consequences that's why I would be that's why I spent so many of these episodes talking about just killing myself is because I was just like I don't want to be any other way because that hurts me even more like all of this hurts but like doing that hurts more right but then comes a point where maybe I just have to accept whatever consequences come with it. And I also think that I run away from that. I run away from the consequences of that because I just don't even know what to expect. I don't know what's there, but I just do expect it to be horrible. I expect it to be painful. I expect it to be bad because no matter what, I am the villain. I am the bad person. Like that is that is the role that I play in this family. And so therefore, that's just what it is. That's the whole scapegoat thing, right? Like literally me in this episode right now and all of these episodes, it's just me 
saying how everything you could ever read, how all of these things we all already know, just how it applies to me, right? And that is just me being vulnerable and being open. At this point, you probably listen to this like, yo, this bitch is really just saying, which, and it's just like, yeah, but I've been trying to make sense of myself and what I've been doing. And I have been doing that. And now I'm fully understanding that that is just what it is. And there isn't much that I can do about that, right? Like there, and, and that is what I run away from. That is, that is the hardest thing for me to accept and to see. And then worst of all is then realizing that I am completely and entirely on my own when it comes to solving these problems that I now have, which is what my brother was referring to in his debate where he's like, well, you know, then you have to deal with it. You have to take responsibility. And it's like, yeah, but now I understand that all I've wanted was just some grace, right? And the grace I wasn't asking for from from them fully understanding what I've been through outside of them, but what they've but their part in it, but that's, but that was just idiotic of me to ever expect, because they don't see their part in it, they, they don't, like, it doesn't exist, like, for them, it is a me thing, I ended up here because of me, I ended up here because of who I am, they don't exist in this equation, and that's not how I see it, obviously, because I see myself reacting to them, so, I realize all of these things, I come on this podcast, I say all of these things, and I have to make peace with that, I have to live with that, I have to understand that, I have to accept that, and I was sitting with myself earlier, like, how do I do that, but really, it's just pivoting, right, like, really shifting focus, and just accepting that it is just what the fuck it is, right, and I can literally do anything, and I think that's just the freedom that comes with acceptance, that's the freedom that comes, like, this is going to hurt, I think that I try to run away from hurting, but it's always going to hurt, not getting the type of empathy that I want from my family, that is always going to hurt, And nothing's ever going to fix that. Nothing's ever going to change that. And the consequences of everything that has led me up to this point is not going to go away. And so that hurts because this whole process has already been so painful that realizing the pain that I'm going to have to be going through again some more that 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 just somehow seems even more daunting right like it just seems so much more daunting like oh my god here we go I know what to expect and no amount of gaslighting no amount of arguing nothing is going to change those expectations right all I can do is just accept it accept what I want, accept what is, and accept what may very well always be. And that is so hard. And it's hard to do right now because 
there's, I can't find solace in anything, right? Like, I can't even find it within myself because I do take on the shame and the guilt that they spew onto me when they blame me for my problems. Somehow it's makes, it makes me think that, did I think that if they finally saw what they did, that that would somehow validate me? But it's like they can never validate me. They have never validated me. They will never validate me. And like I said, the day that they do, it won't matter. It will not matter. And so realizing that and then also understanding that and realizing where that has existed in all these past experiences and really fully showing me my present, it hurts because I was still expecting something from a family that never delivered that, that will never deliver something like that, that will listen to these podcasts, listen to these episodes and just take it as an attack. Because that's just what they do. That's just what happens. Expecting them to be different is unfair because it's asking me to be something that they are not. And that is going to be met with defense. That is going to be met with defiance. I would know that. I do the same thing. And it just sucks because I want to find solace somewhere so that I can run to it, so that I can go to it. But that's just me avoiding the truth. That's me avoiding the reality, you know? And even before all of this, like my therapist and I were talking about this before my brother had arrived saying, you know, I need to expect this. But because of a surprise, happy event that happened, but as quickly that magic is quickly going away um or like you know like that that initial good news or that initial you know positivity like everything has changed type of thing um but it hasn't really right there's just something new added to the equation but it's just I knew this was gonna happen And here I am again facing disappointment that I have set myself up for, which then I that anger and that resentment I have towards myself, I use against myself where I'm like, see, this is why you are wrong. But it's like, okay, bitch, yes, in this situation, but you can just stop being wrong. Like you can literally just stop caring what they think. But again, that comes with a whole new foundation that I have to build up that I've never really had like I've never done this before right I've tried it in different ways I've tried it absent-mindedly I've tried it um just through trauma reactions but it's really building up this new foundation this new place of dependence independence right but like dependence within myself right where it's like you're never going to get what you want from the people who do not want to deliver it. And that's okay. It's hard. It sucks. But it's okay. Because there's quite literally nothing you can do about it. And one of the biggest things that I had been wanting to avoid was 
to be like them, right? Because in my childhood, in my life, in my narrative thus far, they have been the villains in my own story. Whether I titled them that or not, right? Like, they were the opposition. They were who I was protecting myself from. And I have to accept that. Like, I don't like who I am. I don't like how I am in this type of environment. And it's because how I view myself is put into question. And it's the same thing with them. From my perspective, I put them into question. It's like the same shit, but we're on completely different sides. And all I've ever known how to do anything was to just talk it out and I don't even know where the fuck that came from because I never talked it out at home so I don't know where that came from I feel like that's probably just a me thing because I really don't know where that comes from but that's all I really know how to do and it's like I could literally just and this is what I did in college I would just fill up my days with a bunch of other shit like I would just do a bunch of other things that I enjoyed to forget about this and I'm trying to avoid that which is why I've been standing still for such a long time is because I've been trying to do everything that I can to avoid that to avoid going back to the same mistakes that I did make and I like talking I'm glad I have this podcast because you know you have to feel things but really speaking it out makes me understand that I am succeeding in that somehow. I really am. Um, Finding healthier ways to just cope, right? Because it makes me think of like the holiday seasons. Like my family's not Christian, but it's almost Christmas time. And so I know a lot of people, they have to go back home and then they have to, you know, cope, right? And people find different ways to cope. And ultimately the, the goal is that they don't have to cope anymore. They can just exit. They can just leave. And what I have been struggling with is I feel like I can never leave. And I have finally identified where that comes from. And it comes from the fact that the first time I tried, I ended up right back where I started. And so it created this whole thing of what's even the point of trying. But the thing is, is that like, it's okay. Like, I can't even answer that like with a straight thing because there is no point to trying. (laughs) There's really, there is actually no point to try. Like, there is no point. (laughs) (laughs) there's literally no point in trying that is the truth there's no point in trying but you do because the point is you just don't want to be here like you just that's just the point it's because I mean because bro this is this this just is not where I want to be right and so when I say that there's no point I mean like there is no grandiose point to it besides the fact that like I don't like this. Like, this is, I just don't like this. Like, I literally, I just don't like it. And so, if you don't like it, like, you can do what you want with that, right? You can try to get away so that you can get away. But make sure that when you try, that you, you know, you try, um, it, like, you just try in a way that works well for you. And so, during this time, you know, I have the podcast and I have writing, and I have my stories, and I have my self-reflection, 
you know, I have all of those things. I have YouTube. Like, I have all of these these things that I find in life, right? And it makes me question, like, with the whole depression thing, where it's, like, the things that, that give you joy, right, to, like, do that. But one thing that I find really interesting is that, like, when you're depressed, right, one of, I mean, okay, people depress for a bunch of different reasons. So I'll speak for myself, right? I'm too depressed to do the things that make me happy because, yes, I think it's pointless. But I think it's pointless because whatever my problems are, I don't see how making myself happy is going to fix it, right? Especially if, and I think this could be applied to similar situations, if you feel like what made you happy is what brought you down in the first place, right? Like, let's say, like, if you partied a lot, right, and then you ended up in a horrible situation because of your partying habits, whatever, yada, yada, yada. So then it's like, okay, well, now it's like, well, do the things that you find joy in. Well, what if the things that you find joy in literally triggers you? Because it's like the last time you try to do that, it literally, it's what led you here. But again, again, this is why therapy, I swear I'm not trying to like just be a whole advocate for therapy. I just think therapy is a good thing. And therapy doesn't necessarily always have to look the same for everyone. Like I know there are people who get like spiritual therapists and such, et cetera, et cetera. My point is when I say therapist, I just mean somebody that is actually well-trained and has a communication style that works with you. Um, when it comes to overcoming things, right? Like, honestly, therapy is just about overcoming things that you're struggling to overcome on your own. And the thing is, a lot of people always say, oh, talk to your family. But it's like, sometimes your family is what you need to overcome. And I feel like most cancers can relate to that. But it's just like, um, or even just cancer placements. But it's just like, overcoming that, you need help, right? Like, you can't do it on your own. And that is, again, where I have been coming from with my own wound, my own child, like inner child wound, where it's like I'm looking for looking at the wrong places for recovery, looking at friends and looking at families. And like neither of those two groups are going to give me what I need. Only I can get myself what I need and I need help. And luckily therapy exists because I have never had any like mentor person besides like my French teacher in high school to really help me and guide me through things, right? So that's really just the gist of it, right? That's really just the whole goal of it, right? Anyway, so in the end, um, I don't even know if I'm really concluding it here because I there was a bunch of points I was going to start, but then I kept tying it all back to like the other things I'd said earlier in this but um but no but yeah like that child that inner child wound of just like wanting to just you know we're like oh like to ah, like to really just give that grace of like oh my god you know like um it's cool right like it's it's cool it's okay right like it's it's fine but it's not fine <laughs> like that's the thing it's not fine it's 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 infuriating it's frustrating it's upsetting because it's like I don't want to deal with this and it's just like how do I stop dealing with this right and that is again the whole recovery like I don't know it makes me I don't know one thing it makes me think of is I'm like is like okay so you know how, like people say like life is suffering right and it's just like so basically we're just suffering through right you know like that's really just what, and that's where the whole existential crisis comes in and that's when you have all these depressed teens because 
because I feel like it all starts, like, a lot of it starts in uh, being a teenager, but you just start, you just start getting depressed, because you start looking at life, and you're like, it just, it just kind of seems futile, like, it really just seems very futile, but it's because a lot of the things that we do in our lives are futile, like, a lot of it is, is, like, you gotta do it, because you enjoy doing it, otherwise, you're just wasting your time, because it's never gonna be more than what it is, right, and so that's why even, for example, a lot of times, like, when it comes to like my writing or even like my podcast, but specifically my writing, because I don't even think people like my podcast like that, which is fine. It's cool. Um, I really I really have made peace with the fact that I'm like my only fan. I really I think that that'll help me help my self-esteem as well. But um, but no, but with my writing, a lot of people will they'll speak so highly of it. And from my perspective, it's like, like, I feel like a lot of people are like, why don't you just do more with this? And I'm like, number one, your definition of doing more is the very thing that will cheapen this, like not in general, but for me, because it's like, this is as good as it is, because this is my voice, right? This is some, this is something I'm alone in. I'm, I was able to build it up. I was able to create something and build something solid with it. And so, yeah, so that's why the writing is good. That's why people receive it so well. But what they don't get is that it's a double-edged sword because it's like, yeah, but I had to literally walk alone to get that. And so when people are like, you should show more people. It's like, that's that just doesn't make sense to me sometimes because I'm like, yeah, but when I used to show this to more people, it led me astray. Right. Because people started to give opinions that nobody asked them. for. <laughs> I take it back. I did ask them for it. That's why I showed it to them. But people started to give opinions. They started to, you know, tell me things and all this other stuff. And when they did so, like. I was just kind of like, OK, well, I'm not going to show this shit to you anymore because, like, you're missing the point. Like, for example, if there's a lot of repetition and it's on purpose, there's a lot of repetition. But then someone's like, oh, I don't know. I just think the repetition's distracting. And then it comes down to, okay, are you gonna are you gonna take that critique? Like, does like what is your goal? What is your point? But usually for me, I'm like, I don't give a fuck what you think. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I used to when I was younger and still developing my voice. And if I respect a writer and they have something to say, or I respect a person's perspective or critique of course I'll listen to it. But for the most part, I don't really care about what people have to say. And I think that that also comes in with compliments, right? Where it's like, it's not that those compliments don't mean something to me. Like, I like it does mean something. Like, I, I'm keeping that to heart where I'm like, thank you, that means a lot that you appreciate this because I, I put a lot of effort into it. But it doesn't actually change anything, right? Like, people liking my, my writing, being like, oh, this is great, whatever, or like, oh, one day you're going to be famous. Like, these are things I've said to myself, right? And they didn't do anything. <laughs> Nothing happened. Um, and I really, I hope, okay, let me like wrap this up because I really, I'm not trying to misguide the point here, but it's just like, it doesn't change anything, <laughs> right? Like what people think of the pieces doesn't really change anything unless maybe they buy the pieces, right? Or they, um, direct more people to my pieces unless I actually gain something it, it it the changes that it makes is not physical right it just makes me feel good right and like that's great I love that right but especially with the writing I 
I don't want to get to, I don't ever want to lose that, right? Like, I don't ever want to lose the fact that it makes me feel good when people appreciate the work that I've done, right? And so I don't care to promote it. I don't care to do that because it cheapens it for me because then it makes me question, well, what's the point? Because if you show this to people, you don't know who you're showing it to and they're going to have their opinions because even if somebody likes what you've shown them, right? Like if people have seen my pieces and like, oh, this, this is a masterpiece, like this is great. I'm sure if I had presented it to them in a different way, they would have seen it in a different way as opposed to if they just stumble upon it and they see it as something entirely separate from who they are then they can appreciate it because it's like, oh, like, this is something that they created on their own. And I feel like I may have lost my point a little bit here. But I just feel like with um, pushing things onto people, your work just will never truly be appreciated. Because it somehow makes them a part of a process that they're truly not a part of. And I feel like that doesn't make sense, but we're we're just gonna we're just gonna cap here for a moment because anyway. But um, but I've digressed a lot. My point is is just having to accept that I'm alone again because obviously, like inner child, inner child wounds, whatever, blah, blah. This isn't new to me. This is this is that's the disappointing thing is that it hasn't changed and it will never change. Right. And so it sucks because it just it just it sucks. Right. I feel like I don't know. And I I, I can only go back to astrology, honestly, like I guess that's the best way I can really explain it. Um, But a child will always want to be understood like a cancer will always want the motherly love that it gives right? Like, a cancer will always have to worry about that inner mother wound, always, right? And not necessarily worry, but it'll always be a big part of its story. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's, like, good or bad. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's, um, you know, like, it doesn't have to mean anything more than what it does. And what you do with it is up to you, right? And, it's just frustrating because, like, when I was talking to my brother, it's like I could hear him say that, but I, he just wasn't getting that. It's like, I know, but the perspectives are different, and because they're different, it's like saying it won't change anything, you know? And just, and like, it just literally, like, it just exemplified what just will never change. And so it's just like, bitch, what the fuck do I do now? And it's like, you feed yourself, right? But then again, it goes back to that guilt of like, the things that feed me is fundamentally what this whole argument is about, right? <laughs> like, we're talking about like the whole structure, but then when like what fills what's inside of it is this, right? It's just, it's, it's, oh, it's just never ending. But, um, but to just really like let it go and to just find, joy and appreciation in other things and I just don't know if that's 
possible. And, like, that that could also just be the depression talking. Um, but I feel like I've tried to do this in the past, and I just kept fumbling everything because I wasn't ready yet, which is essentially was my point to this. So which is literally, like, literally my point. It's when you're not ready. Like, it's just, it doesn't mean anything. You could have everything set up, but if a person isn't ready for it, like, it doesn't mean anything. Like, it's just a waste of time. Anyway, but, um, but it's just, it's just, it just sucks, right? Because you have to give yourself what you need, but you don't even know what you need. And you try to look to your surroundings to help you find what you need, and it just, it's not there either. And that's a hard thing to process. That's a hard thing to understand. And it's annoying. And I, this is, this is something speaking for, to myself with this and my younger self with this. Jesus. This is why people used to think I was annoying. Like, this is really what it comes down to. Like, this is why people used to literally think I was annoying when I was growing up. Like, in my social experiences, because I didn't understand that. And I didn't understand that because it was a lesson that had to be learned. It took 25 years, but had to be learned where it's like, you know, I think that's also why in my previous episodes as well, I'm always going off about how, like, and people always think that it's, like, me just, like, trying to give way. Even my, everyone feels like this. Like, it's giving excuses. And it's, like, no. It's just telling you the truth. Like, I'm just telling you what you cannot change. And it's, like, no amount of, like, um, assertion is going to change that. Right? Like, you, we have to learn that with our friends. Like, if we're... we're <laughs> I have been vocal. <laughs> about not liking people's boyfriends but it's like you can't change who your friends dating you can't change you know the decisions that people in your life make like you can set up your boundaries um but then you have to understand that those boundaries will have permanent consequences and I think that's that's also what I'm struggling to understand because I'm new to boundaries is that they have permanent consequences because like I said I always avoided being like them because of the fact that they played the villain in my story but now it's like I have to become this villain right like I feel like I now have to become this very villain because filling the role that has been laid out for me in their lives but also within my own life and really understanding sorry I'm like going all over the place all over the fucking place but talking in circles and shit, but no, but really just, I forgot what I was going to say, fuck, but, (laughs) but literally just, like, understanding that, um, I don't, like, that I just don't know what to do, and I can't find that answer quickly, like, I have to go through the process, and as I go through this process, I have, oh, it's all about boundaries, okay, but as I go through this process, like, I have to deal with what I have to deal with in the meantime, and when there is no empathy present, that means that there is no communication, right, like, there is no conversation, it's just people showing who they are, and that's it 
right? Like everyone involved, like just showing who they are and where they stand. And it's just like, all right, there you go. Good for you. Right. <laughs> and I finally get back to it, but it's like, I never wanted to be like them, meaning where it's like, I don't want to laugh at their problems. I don't want to take any sort of joy from what I see is wrong in their life, where I feel that is what they do, which is why I also mentioned earlier in the episode about the laughing and how I perceive that and have always perceived that. But just really just being like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, just really getting to a point of like, I, re- I just don't give a fuck anymore. Like, I just, I literally just don't even care. And that is so hard because again, like I was saying, I learned about this in therapy where it's just like, that's just, I've always seen that apathy as bad, like, as, like, bad, like, that's bad, like, that is being a bad person, like, not having empathy makes you a bad person, and I don't know if I'll always think this way, I don't know if I'll always see shit in this way, but that is, that is where I've been at, and that is where... I'm at, but at the same time, I'm not at because (laughs) I'm starting to shift into the realm of apathy, like extreme and utter, utter apathy. Like, I just, it's just funny. Like, and I, and I don't know, it's so weird because I'm like, if you think something's funny, does that mean you're apathetic? And then it makes me question, have I always seen it that way? And that is how I've seen it ever since I was younger. I've always seen it, seen it that way. Um, but I've digressed, I've digressed again, but that was kind of, but I finally got to my point after an hour, I finally got to my point, (laughs) where there is no point in trying, right, (laughs) like, you're either apathetic or you're not, and, I don't know, I'm just choosing the road of apathy in this, in this, because my way of showing empathy just doesn't fit here, and the way of their showing their empathy also just doesn't fit in my story as well. And that is, that's, and I think that's why it's been very difficult for me because I'm like, well, then what the fuck, then what the fuck do I do? What, ex- like, what, how do I process that? And that is what therapy is for. <laughs> that's why I keep mentioning that is because that's the only way I can. And it's like, I could just like react. <laughs> and I can, I think it's just, having control in understanding that all I can do is just react. I can laugh and I can, I can just, I can just be like, yo, like they just don't know what they're talking about. And it's not even that they don't know what they're talking about. It's like from your, from, they don't get what you're talking about. Like they, they don't understand you and they will never understand you. And you just have to accept that. Like, you just have to because then you do look stupid because you're arguing with them. And when you argue with people, it literally means that you think that, like, their arguments has some weight. And it's just like, I do because I do respect them. But then it's just like, at what cost? <laughs> it's just like, at what cost? So, yeah, it's just, it is what it is, but I'm choosing the road of apathy, for sure, for real, I don't fucking care, <laughs> and the thing is, is, like, I feel bad, because, again, like I said, I, but I don't, I need to stop, I don't feel bad anymore, I really don't feel that bad, I will just laugh, I will, it's just like, damn, must suck, I'm sorry, I just, I can't, I literally can't, and that's okay, because, um, that boundary, that separation, 
will always exist because it always has. It just hasn't been. I haven't been respecting my own boundaries. Right. And so that's why I've been acting the way that I've been acting. And it just, you know, conclusions. And I still fear and I still worry because I'm just like, oh, my God, like, (laughs) like, oh, my God, like, like I said, the whole not respecting my own boundaries came from trying to protect myself. But clearly that protected nothing. So uh, we'll just go through the process and we'll understand the process as we always do. But it's just funny. It's just really funny. Um, And I just can't believe I think it's funny because it's not even like a, a real comedy. It's just like, what the fuck? It's like a stupid black comedy. Like, it's a stupid black comedy. And I will write a stupid black comedy about it. And um, that's just what's going to be done. Um, But I can't. I literally, I can't. I really can't. I can't. And it's not asking for, I don't know. I'm not going to ask for anything. I'm not going to pray for people. (laughs) I'm praying for shit. (laughs) people um they'll pray for themselves so it's it's fine there is really no need to do anything I am the villain and I just need to accept that I think that's just I just need to accept that there isn't that I just I am the villain (laughs) I am the I am the villain and it's like into other perspectives I am the scapegoat but in this scenario I am the villain so we will just let that be and just laugh because that's what villains do, right? They just laugh because it's like the villains, they just want things to fall apart. So when things fall apart, they laugh. But it makes you question perspective on what actually makes a villain a villain. Is it because they're wrong? Is it because they're bad? Or is it just because they disagree with you? life will tell us the answer (laughs) anyway thank you guys for listening and until next time bye i'm not gonna sing a goodbye because the last time i did that i recorded and unpublished two two episodes of me just being it was literally me like real time processing establishing boundaries and freaking out and then my friend just looking at me like what the fuck is wrong with this bitch (laughs) gotta love (laughs) him it's embarrassing anyway